I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We usually ask all our guests for one sports writing tip and an example of where where you applied it so I mean can you think of any one thing that you would recommend to an aspiring sports writer and maybe an example of, of where it came in useful to you I think we come back to get as close to the story as possible it's always and it's increasingly difficult and I, f- I feel I've I went out and did a bit of uh, lecturing at Napier where I'd been to aspiring sports journalists and I understand what a difficult industry they're going into where everything's increasingly digital and it's just about picking stuff up and and, and turning things around and, and you know very little original content at times go go out and see people go out and and sometimes just knock on a door effectively you know, effectively you want to arrange things out but go out speak to people and then tell people about it it's the it's the most basic thing and you you never know what you're going to find I think the the my favourite assignment in newspapers was uh, Maradona. Is, is, he had his first heart attack and he's in the hospital in Buenos Aires. So I'm I'm already I'm already at the World Club Championship in Brazil in Rio, where a young Ange Postacoglu is leading South Melbourne. I have no memory. I must have interviewed him, but it was like right, go across, just drop across. You know, as, as Brian could do, say, just pop across to Buenos Aires, find out what the script is, and you turn up and you think this is this is a nightmare, this is terrible. What, what the hell am I going to find out? Me and a photographer, and you stand outside the the hospital, and next thing you you start talking to some Argentinian journalists, and yada yada yada. You end up sitting in a radio station where there's a procession of. Maradona's ex-teammates are coming in to get interviewed and I've got a, I've met a mate <laughs> through a mate of a mate who's then translating interviews for me and you suddenly you've got everybody talking about this thing and you go back and you, and you write two and a half thousand words and BBC are phoning you and you go well that's that's not that's not talent or genius or bro- that's just going that's just going that's just having the boss that says I don't care what the cost like just go just go, book yourself in, find out what you can find out. And it's just that it's the most basic part of journalism. It's the most basic element. Just go and find things and, t- and tell people and just write about what it was like. Stand, you know, these, I still remember it. You can, because there's so many vivid scenes, but you still remember being outside the, the hospital where people are keeping vigil. And there's a, a woman with her newborn baby keeping vigil for, for a day. And you're like, to understand. The mania and the madness and the the adoration that this man had in this country, you know, and, and it, it, trying to get just talking to people about that and, and finding that. So, so that's that's the one tip. I, I think those days are are sadly gone or going. And, and uh, we're in this. A lot of people of my generation have a a real negative view towards the digital side of journalism. Right? I'm not like that. I'm like. It's, Content platforms will change. 
video is increasingly important. I love doing tactics videos. I love doing that kind of stuff. I think what people have to understand is where digital is now, that's where news where newspapers were at that stage. We still had classified ads on the front page. You know, it's it's still the very very early days of digital. I think there's a huge potential there to change how it's presented. I think you know I've done as you point out when I was doing freelance and different stuff. I went went and did a marketing course. Found it really fascinating. Did some communications work. Did some stuff. I found the marketing course fascinating because you went through a list. It was a digital marketing thing, and everything it says to do about the websites that you must do about your websites. I was almost going, yeah, newspapers don't do that. No, they don't do that. Oh, they're terrible at that. So there's still this, like, people are still finding their way to, to, to learn how to promote these things. I think there will, there will increasingly be platforms there, though, for people who want to do it. We may become more niche, maybe become more specialised, where people you know, want to go, oh, I just want to attack this website, or I just want to read about my team. I don't want to read about the wider things. Um, but the, the stuff they're finding does very well, you know, from speaking to a lot of people in digital, video that engages people, so your tactics videos, do really well. Because it's not just about clicks, it's about engagement minutes. So people want to spend 90 seconds, 2 minutes. That's like a big time in online world, okay? Watching a little video about why Ange Postacoglu's Spurs uh, break teams down in the final third, how they break teams down in the final third. They're also finding that analysis does really well. So little what we would have called colour pieces on a player from a game or, you know, if, you know, if you, you're at a Scotland game and do a piece on Scott McTominay, that does, that does enormous hits. The old-fashioned stuff that we would rely on in newspapers, like manager says X, just doesn't do anything. And I think it's because it's everywhere. It's, it's instantly on the air, it's online, it's, it's everywhere. So it doesn't do anything. It's, so it's the stuff that is generated by journalists observing and bringing insight and bringing a bit of knowledge and having, and that comes from, you'll know yourself, that comes from having maybe interviewed Player X four or five times, having been a regular at the press conferences with a manager, so you get, and had a little, when the tapes are off, the off the record chat, that gives you a little bit of insight so that when you're writing a piece about Scott McTominay, you can drop in lines like, well, Clark likes him because this, or, you know, the situation at Manchester United is a bit like this. So it's it's about building up insight and bringing it to people. But that's the, the advice I would still give is just, so that means, again, that comes back to going out and seeing people. Go out, spend time, introduce yourself, build a relationship so that even you can grab that 30 seconds sometimes. Go, Listen, I just want to ask you about something. Tapes are off. Why do you play him in that position? Right or oh, why, why have you gone my back three and he's like and he just go and he might go mate have you seen our left back can I fucking play him right he's a disaster don't write it unless you go okay I'm not going to write that I'm not going to put it in anywhere but you just you then don't go harp on about why he's not playing this formation because you understand why you know so the, all the little things like that the little stuff that makes it interesting. I think it's interesting you know the, the term digital journalism it seems to have become a byword for kind of you know fast turnaround disposable content and I guess the point you're making here is that you know it doesn't need to come at the expense of relationship building and one-to-one -one interaction that might be more difficult for journalists in their, in their 20s who are 
trying to make their way and they're they're being pushed into to certain types of roles but it does it does seem like there should always be opportunity and you should always create the opportunities to get out there and and you know look people in the eye yeah and i, and I feel for a, a young journalists that I work with and work in, in other outlets and they're constantly being asked to just do you know who are the top 10 worst signings your club has ever done you're made and it's like okay that's, that's fine and people read it it's great crack. It's a talker. Is what we talk about in the pub, you know. It's people will talk about. Oh, I can't believe he's on that list and stuff. But it doesn't. It takes up a lot of time and, and doesn't give you the chance to go out and actually interview. Um, and a few things I did when I was again a little bit more freelancey time. I I started working with with other sports as well because I I'm just a firm believer. Everyone's we come back to this. Does not. It's not all about X's and O's and tactics. It's about, it's about stories. I everyone's got a story to tell if you scratch the surface at any so I've done things with badminton players squash players I've spent my life doing this through you know Olympics Commonwealth Games I mean you find people and they've eventually they've they've all got a mad story somewhere in the background they don't think they have because it's just their story and I think that still goes a bit untapped and that's listen sometimes that's down to clubs just not making players available or teaching them just to be bland about you know, and just go out and say, "I were all that." Don't you know? Don't share your story. Don't 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 tell anyone the big stuff. Um, you've got the boy at uh, Hibs at the moment, the assistant manager Sergio Romando, did three years in the special forces for God's sake. That's <laughs> just that's just mental. You know, so there are stories there. There are, there are really really interesting stories there, and I think if we just focus, as you say, getting pushed into doing one type of thing. We miss them. I think there's room for both. There's room for both. And I, I would love to see more young journalists get the chance to get pushed out there, go see people, go meet people, and, and actually do the job. Mm-hmm.